Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. Hi, welcome to this Irish Tech News Podcast. On today's podcast, we have uh, Kira, who has developed the site, website uh, with her mother about science, and her mother, um, Melanie, is here as well. How are you doing, Kira? I'm doing good, thanks. So tell us a bit about when you first got interested in, in science, science and space. Um, okay, well, I first got interested in space and science when I visited the Armagh Planetarium when I was about four. Really great place. Yeah. Really fun. And did you, did you enjoy visiting that? Was it a, did it give you a whole new world to look into? Um, it's a it's an actually a planetarium, yeah. Um, and it shows an, a ginormous telescope. We're not allowed to see the telescope though. Recently, you set up a blog and website that describes your interest in space and science. How do you start doing this? How did that come about? Well, um. I was reading this book called 101 Things to Do Before You're Old and Boring. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things was um, start a blog. And I, re- I thought that would be really fascinating to do. And um, and between, well, my family and I, we um, came up with the idea to um, do my journey through space and science. So, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. And your site's called Kira's uh, blog, is it? Curious Journey. Curious Journey, yeah, but it's a blog. Curious Journey. Yeah. And uh, how long have you been doing this blog? Well, I started April this year. Yeah, that's pretty good. And have you thought of an engine for any any blog award or anything else like that? Or is it just for fun? Um, No, not really. Okay, I guess you're just starting off. So when you start off with these things... It's more or less, you let people know what you love and give them a love of science. Yeah, my um, blog is kind of about inspiring other people, sharing my knowledge and letting other kids get to really know space and science. That's kind of interesting because I know that when I was younger, I wasn't big into space that much because I didn't, find that interesting but looking back now I wish I had done because mm. it's fascinating all I saw was basically rockets going to space and that interested me but uh, I didn't get much interest in viewing other stars or planets but looking back now it's great to see somebody of your age get into it get love for that at an early age it's so much more accessible yeah because when I was younger I didn't have, it's not, you couldn't buy a telescope, which you can buy now. There was, you couldn't go on the internet and websites and look up stuff and find out what's going on. Anything about NASA, you only read about it in the papers or, or the TV or news. You wouldn't see, you couldn't go online and look at it or anything else. It, it was totally different. But nowadays, NASA all the time is, they're now saying recently they're going to be going to the moon again and then Mars, which is good. Uh, yeah, I actually heard that. Yeah. I wonder if there's going to be any girls going to the moon this time. I'd say why not. I mean, there's in back in '65, Valentina Tchevashka was the first woman in 
first woman to do uh, in space, Russian, so, and about other women like Sally Ride, another woman, um, Christian McAuliffe, have been in the space shuttle. I don't see why not. It's just basically nowadays it's possible. It would be nice to see that. <laughs> so, getting back to you and technology, what technology do you really like and enjoy? Well, I. Well, <laughs> well, I like viewing a couple of apps. Like, um, there's this app Sky at Night where you can view all sorts of stars and galaxies and even see the um the satellite. Mm-hmm. You can actually see the satellites moving. Yeah. And and the ISS itself is all the solar panels and all the technology there. It's really fascinating. That's cool. And have you thought about developing your own app? Um, no. No. No, I just wondered. Because I know that uh, some people I know, they go to Code Dojo and develop apps. If you're happy to do this blog and show your love of science, that's great as well. And I guess also you must be a big fan of uh, uh, Minecraft. Oh, yeah, I really like Minecraft. Um, there are two areas of Minecraft you can really do. Survival and creative. I mostly play on creative, which is basically where you can build anything. And I just really like buildings. Yeah. So you create basically your own little cities and villages? Yeah, you can create all sorts of things and have adventures. And have you ever gone yeah. to, have you ever seen the UFOs in the in Minecraft? Uh, no, there is a couple of updates where you can do all sorts of UFO updates, but um, I haven't got any of those yet. Yeah, because I've seen them on YouTube videos and they look kind of interesting and kind of cool. All that kind of... Uh, yeah. And a good thing for your Minecraft is so simple to use and easy to look at. It just doesn't require a rocket science degree to, to, to play with it. It looks very, very good. Educational too. Yeah, just... Very simple to use and very fun to use. Yeah, because I've seen a lot of children and I'm sitting there looking at it. And it's like basically a modern day version of Lego, the way they put it together. I'm thinking, wow, it's great. Mm-hmm. So, uh, getting back to science, who are the people that inspired you most? Well, when I was about six or seven, I started reading about Mary Curie, and she's, well, actually, I'm a scientist who has inspired me for a long time. But um, more modern people who kind of inspire me, Dr. Neve Shaw. Um, I've been to a couple of her talks, well, one of her talks, and it's just um, her talks are all about her journey um, through space and science. She wants to go up into space, so I thought that would be really interesting. I even wrote a blog about it. Yeah, I'm sure she'll go into space one day. It'll, it, 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 I really hope she I tell you, sorry, when I first, my, my first podcast I ever recorded, I interviewed a French astronaut, Jean-François Clairvoy, yeah. who was on this space shuttle that actually uh, fixed the Hubble telescope, and he controlled the robot arm. And now he's left NASA, and he's now his main job is to train astronauts for the, Europe, for the European Space uh, Agency. And I guarantee it, when they take up in space, New Shaw could be amongst one of those people. You would never know. That is... Wow. <laughs> yeah, because I was told about this guy when it, it was still with us, Space and Science Week in Northern Ireland, and he was one of the main speakers at it. And I asked, was asked, I want to interview this, uh, interview John Francois. I said, yeah, why not? He's famous. 
Anybody who's involved in the Bernard Hill telescope and he's flown in a, in a space shuttle to me, is famous. I thought, yeah, I'll interview him. And uh, I was on the first ever podcast, and it was, it was great to interview him. And I guarantee in 10 years' time, you'll be famous as well. I can say I interviewed you before. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, I think, I think you will, because uh, if you keep the work you're doing on your blog, which is a great blog, you're actually going to uh, go somewhere with this. And it's great that you're actually always learning. Yeah. And talking about your blog, when you, when you, when you grow up, do you want to work in a science field or what do you want to do? Well, when I grow up, I actually want to be an astronaut. I want to be an astronaut, as I said, ever since I was born, this could be on our planetarium. Yeah. But um, another thing that I thought um, would be really cool if I couldn't be an astronaut is an astrophysicist. Um, I thought that would be really cool to do if I couldn't be an astronaut. So, yeah. That could be cool. But, uh, that's something, you know, the thing is, if you if you got love for the subject earlier on, the older as uh, you get older, you get more into it, you're gonna love it more. And the more you love it, the more you're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess because I know when I was younger, one of my great loves gloves was technologies and computers. And uh in the end of the day, here I am writing a podcast about technology and computers and it's, it's great. I loved it from day one, and, <laughs> and if you love something very much, you will end up doing what you love the most. Wow, that is actually really true. Yeah, because I know when I was about 10 years of age, I had my first first computer, and at that point, computers were something that, that, that weren't cheap and uh, cost a lot of money, and when we got it, we got it in a shop called Pete's in Parnell Street. Pete's is no longer here anymore. But they're one of Ireland's main uh, technology and retailers, old TVs, videos, and everything else. And I had a Commodore VIC-20. It had 8K memory, which is, which is minimal, which is basically either more memory in a smartwatch than this. So 8K. <laughs> yeah. And you plug it into your TV and it had a tape deck that you use to run your programs. And you programmed in a language called BASIC, which is very easy to program with. But it took about five minutes to load a program in a tape deck because it was so slow. There was no flop disk, no internet. And this was back in about 1980. And um, the, the technology then compared to now was so different. The graphics were very, very crude, didn't look great. You couldn't actually show pictures on, on the computer because they had the capacity to do that. The sound quality was, was minimal, but it was my first... Uh, introduction to computers, and since then, I've loved them. Either, either as, as gaming or as a way of uh, producing content, i.e. blogs, websites, different things, it's been great. But the love for that is what you've got, is what you've got that love coming through, and I think you're going to do well with that. <clears throat> and anything else you want to add to the podcast? Well, um, I... Well, I just want to say anyone who's listening, visit my website, please. And uh, um, my website's kidsjourney.com and subscribe to my updates. And, yeah, and uh, just, if, if you want to see me and hear my, about my journey to JPL, Jet Reporting Lab, Laboratories, then uh, I suggest that you definitely subscribe to my blog so you can hear all about it. Yeah, because I heard you're going there. Uh, is it, when is it? Next, this year or next year? 
this year. So that's in Pasadena, California. That should be that should be cool. Yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah, I went to the. Uh, I've been to the. Uh, I, I went to the uh, to NASA uh, offices uh, buildings in Houston when I was about 15 years of age. And I got to see all the old rockets that used to go to the moon, Saturn V rockets. I got to see models of the lunar rover and everything else, and it was it was brilliant. And I guarantee you, you're going to have the same fun I did when you go to California and see JPL. Wow, that yeah. sounds really cool. It is because what happened is when NASA, when they send things to space, Florida is where they where they take them off from. And Mission Control is always in, is always in Houston. Like in the in the movie Paul Thirteen, Houston we have a problem. So I got to see the Mission Control, which is great. But you're getting to something just as cool, JPL. You you are so lucky. Thank you. Most girl, most chill, most uh, girls and boys, and men and women will be happy to be love love to be in your shoes going to see that. <laughs> so anyway, Kira, thanks very much for that. Thanks so much uh, uh, for that. Your mom, Melanie, as well. Uh, have a great, great day. Good luck with your blog, and uh, we look forward to seeing your updates about your trip to uh, California. And uh, take it easy and talk to you again real soon. Take care. Okay, bye. Thanks, bye.